Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. As we try something new today for Album for the Day, we go to the start of a new year and we decided to do our choice cuts from Album for the Day so far. And these are our 31 most enjoyed episodes by us. Doesn't mean it's for you. <laughs> Hopefully you enjoyed them too, but nobody ever asks us, so these are what we enjoyed the most so far with over 200 albums done. And these are the albums that we felt were the most special to us, what we learned the most from, um, and just something we enjoyed uh, talking about the most. So without further ado, here we go. Album for the day. And we dip back in on January the 19th to Tina Turner with Private Dancer. Because who knew that Dire Straits would be involved in that? I know I didn't. I never thought Dire Straits and Tina Turner would ever be involved, but, but there we have it. I didn't anticipate talking about them in the same sentence. Yeah, but here we go. And put some stank on it. Put some stank on it. <laughs> Album for the day, November 1st, as we break into a new category of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees breakthrough album. Today, we go with a brand new inductee from two days ago with Tina Turner and Private Dancer. And this was recorded in 1983 and 1984 in London. Released May 29th of 1984 on Capitol. And it has sold 10 million copies worldwide. Platinum or better in nine countries. It's Tina Turner's fifth album as a solo artist. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail. There were four different production teams. (laughs) Um, It peaked at number three for 10 consecutive weeks. So, whatever the heck was up there was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a mixture of ballads and up-tempo songs, a little pop and rock, and a little smooth jazz and R&B. Um, Capital A&R guy John Carter signed Tina Turner in 1983. Major opposition from the label, but he managed this album for Capital. And I've got to say that he had a vision that she was more than she was doing at the time. And I think we'll revisit that later on in the month with, uh, you know, more people that got underestimated. And now they're sitting in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) Yeah, this is uh, Tina Turner was known as uh, this R&B amazing voice amazingly talented amazingly beautiful woman um she was known to be with ike turner um ike um for all of his faults um was a great musician and he understood talent um and he knew how to get the best out of people even though at times he was the worst to people especially uh the beautiful, wonderful, and his talented intentions Tina were Turner. good. His methods were questionable. They're very poor. Um, I feel like um, I feel like Private Dancer um, was a, 
kind of a weird statement from Tina Turner. What's love got to do with it? Um, is I mean, it's the clear song. It's the well, it song. won three Grammys. Yeah, record of the year, song of the year, best female pop vocal performance. Um, it was co-written by Terry Britton, who wrote songs for Michael Jackson, Lenny Kravitz, and Graham Lyle. And they also co-wrote We Don't Need Another Hero, the Thunderdome, Tina Turner song from Mad Max 2. Yeah. Um, but it also has a lot of like weird covers. Like that's the, That was the part to me about this album that was like, all right, the covers are a little weird. So there's covers of Help, Let's Stay Together, Ann Peebles' I Can't Stand the Rain, and 1984 from David Bowie's Diamond Dogs album. And that was from 1973, which makes that one particularly interesting because he sang a song about 1984 in 1973 kind of kind of orwellian and whatever in the whole subject matter and she covers it in 1984 and also the writer of private dancer was none other than mr mark Mark Knopfler. knopfler like dire straits coming through in the clutch yeah for for Tina Turner. Like, think about... It. So Mark Knopfler actually originally wrote it, and he actually recorded a demo with the band. Yeah. But he said it needed a female vocal. And Tina Turner had to re-record the backing track because of contractual obligations with the original Dire Straits uh, stuff that they recorded. So she actually got pretty much dire straits to come to the studio that's so cool and record it and how cool is it for dire straits to be like hey so uh we're gonna have tina turner come in and uh just uh crack one of our tracks real quick except that mark knopfler couldn't participate and um actually because of that Jeff Beck plays what Mark Knopfler classified as, quote, the second worst guitar solo ever, (laughs) unquote. (laughs) Now, what would be the first one? He didn't say. Yeah. And the, the article that I actually read that in points that out. And I was like, well, good, because I was wondering, and they point out the fact that, well, if he didn't say what it is, it could literally be anything. But pointing out the fact that only one is worse yeah. really puts Jeff back on the block there. I, I'm voting Freebird. Hey, I'm just going <laughs> to say, I'm just going <laughs> to so say, ridiculous. it is, I'm not going to rank it on a negative scale. Yeah. What I will say is it doesn't make me like the song more. Yeah. And after these messages, we'll be right back.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, they've re-released this album uh, more than one occasion. And the 2015 30th Anniversary Edition includes another cover. Actually, there's more than one cover. But it includes a cover of Ball of Confusion, which is probably one of my favorite songs of all time. And... I'm just going to stick it out there. I think it's an improvement on the uh, the cover batch that made the regular album. Um, <laughs> Not a fan, huh? <laughs> I didn't say that. What I said was it was an improvement. I didn't say it went from a 3 to an 8. It might have gone from a 7 to an 8. Probably more like a 3 to an 8, though. So Thunderdome <laughs> is on there, too. And Thunderdome is such a great tune. Uh, let's pretend we're married. Every young man's favorite song. Um, yeah, right. Uh, that's actually live with Prince, so that kind of is the silver lining on mm. that. Anything with Prince, let's um, just call that. Not is that that's not a silver lining. It's a purple. Lining. That's a purple lining. <laughs> that's right, girl. You know it is. You know it is. That's purple awesome. lining. That's awesome. Um, it's also got a live track with David Bowie of Tonight. And there's several other unreleased and remixed tracks, including the duet with Brian Adams, It's Only Love, which is really a great song. I I might go so far as to say that song is in my top 20 duets of all time. Really? It's Only Love, Brian Adams, Tina Turner. You're not familiar with that song? Well, I mean, I listened to it for this, but... But, but dude... I mean, it's dirty, hot fire. Yeah, but you're going top, did you say top 10 or top 20? 20. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I didn't stick it above islands in the stream, man. I mean, Take hey, it easy. Hey, hey, hey. Take hey, it hey, easy. Hey, hey, I had to make sure. I had to make sure. Top 20, yeah, we can, we can stick it in that group. I mean, it's, it's a Canadian. It with Tina Turner. Yeah. Who is... One of the most talented singers. It's two inter- people she, I wouldn't put together. Oh, exactly. And that's it's the two best, people. That's it, the best part about collaborations. Exactly. That's the best part of it. Exactly. Going back to an earlier you episode. You could see Dolly Parton Santana. and Kenny Rogers. Yeah. You could see that occurring. Santana and Rob Thomas. Can't see it. Didn't see that happening. Tina Turner and Brian Adams, I would never put together. I wouldn't put them in the same room together ever. It's like sting and puff daddy and and that happened too (laughs) it's like lamb and tuna fish (laughs) bless all their hearts (laughs) yeah tina tina turner she is one of the all-time great entertainers i would put her up there with like like 
like the 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 female James Brown of like entertainer, dancers, singers, like someone who gave her all on stage every single time. Don't look at her as a songwriter. That's not what her goal for no. her career was. Yeah. Inter- look at all the covers that she yeah. did and when you look at somebody that does a volume of covers like Tina Turner did, it's mm-hmm. because hey, I'm not saying I'm doing it better, but I'm doing it me. Yeah, and and, and that makes it me. And she owns it. And exactly. That's, and that's the makes beautiful it thing. Me. That's the beautiful thing. And and it's also, you know, it's just it's Tina Turner being Tina Turner. But uh anyways, uh today's uh album for the day today, November 1 is Private Dancer by Tina Turner. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at album the number four of the day. Uh, give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us, and uh, feel free to give us an email at album for the day at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. And where would Tina Turner be if she'd have said, Hit me again, Ike, and this time put some steak on it? <laughs> oh, God. If you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!